When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, repeat. Make the trip, you won't be Sorry, go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. I don't know. Leave me alone. <laughs> I can't do it. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Tuesday. It's 545. My name is John Holmberg. There's Brady Bogan. Brett Vesley. Big Dick Toledo. This. It's the morning sickness and uh, ready to go. Uh, two days after the big, uh, you know, singing and dancing show, I finally start getting my fall allergies. Perfect timing. I hadn't had a, a dash of them. Nothing. Got them. And they're uh, out there. My head was just draining all night long. Hold on. It, it's been ebbing and flowing in uh, our household with uh, between Ronnie and Kirby. It's just like one yeah. week's different. All of a sudden, they're getting haven't crushed. touched them since October of 2019. It's been amazing. You I'm missed him during COVID? Totally. Not wow. one ounce. I, I swear by that uh, bee pollen. This is nothing. It's just the first time I'm like, oh, okay. This isn't just the screaming throat. This is, uh, I got the allergy drainage thing. But the, uh, yeah, I, I swear by that stuff. I, I I take a big old spoonful of it every day. And I said, Trip has terrible allergies. That stuff doesn't do anything. But he's got to get like real, like, but no, I finally started to feel like this morning. Like, ah, crap. It's a, It's alive. So I'm starting to feel that floaty head, and I got that weird thing going on. And plus, I think it's not helping that I walk in to work this morning. And my first conversation with Brett is, uh, "What do we need to do to retire?" Like immediately <laughs> trying to do backwards math on how to not work anymore because of uh, stupid cryptocurrency. Man, oh man, is that like having lottery tickets that move around in your pocket? It's a uh, I've had I've done the crypto ne- next best thing to Fanduel. Yeah, it is kind of Fanduel. My, uh, a friend of mine, Ryan, is the guy who kind of got me. Started. He tried. Look, look. This is where my fantasy uh, begins with the cryptocurrency. You see all the commercials now, and they've got Tom Brady's endorsing it, and I forget who the other. They've got during football. You'll There's see the couple, commercials. Yeah. You're like, wow, they got some big names for this. Uh, not and crypto is not all inclusive into one thing. It's a whole bunch of different deals. And you start reading about it when you're an adult like me. It's kind of like, oh well, I'll never understand this. But uh, as far as I can gather, it's the Tinkerbell theory. You believe it enough, and it will become real. <laughs> Diamonds are the best analogy. Diamonds are rocks. We've convinced everyone in the world that diamonds have value, and we all agree that diamonds are valuable. Right. That's it. 
that's crypto in a nutshell. It's like we all have a handshake mental agreement that this has value. value. That's it. We placed it on there. Those things are no different than a rock you'd find on the ground. For some reason, we've placed value on those. They're different rocks. Sure, there's a different mineral thing, and there's all, but what's the value? Man-made. So that's the same as crypto. We say Shiba Inu has value. We say XRP. We say Stella Lumens all have value. And no physical present. At least, you know, you have a diamond in your hand. Right. There's where the tangible item comes into play. But credit cards are tangible, but they're a dream. They're they're just a, we gave you something to calm you down. And they'll end up probably having to do that for the majority of the population with crypto eventually. But So we're chatting about it. I don't understand it. I don't get it. Uh, This guy Ryan has talked to me for years and uh, emailed me. A long time ago, and basically said, uh, hey, just a fan of the show, wanted to talk to you about this and this. Cryptocurrency is a thing you should probably consider. I wanted to tip you off on it. I'm like, I don't understand it. I won't invest in things I don't get. Emails me a little bit later. Dude, now's the time. Bitcoin's at this level that it's not going to be at for a while. Here's what I'm like. I don't know what it is. It feels like a scam. I'm dumb. I'm too dumb to understand numbers. Once numbers are involved, you're talking to a tree stump. I am stupid. I understand accumulation. I don't understand the process of, see, I'm a lottery guy and a slot machine guy. I can understand I put this much in and there's a chance this comes back or this goes away. I understand absolute zero and I understand potential. I don't understand the ebbs and flows. So uh, he tells me, and, and Bitcoin was at 3000 a share when he was telling me, get in this thing. And he's like, take five grand, something. What do you got? And put it in here. Trust me. I'm like, eh, it's just not, not going to do that. Sorry. And then so then he calls me. He goes, this is like 2800 It's like, it's as low as it's ever going to be. I'm like, dude, don't get it. And of course, we all know Bitcoin is sitting at $60,000. I didn't do it. Yeah. So, so that would have, I wouldn't be here right now. I'd be done. Everybody's I, lucky that you strike didn't one. Do it. Yeah, well, <laughs> every, everybody's <laughs> lucky. Please, you people are adults. You'll figure it out. <laughs> I mean, you'd have definitely been jealous and probably a little angry. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I almost, that would have been, I, I was, I was, and it's terrible. I'll throw numbers at you because I actually did sit down and do math on like, what is an, like, what, what can I do that makes me comfortable if this guy's right? And I came to the number, oh, God damn it, this hurts to say, of $20,000. That would have more than, that would have been plenty, guys. <laughs> that would have been a nice, anyway. A little return. So, you know, it's not a huge amount when you're talking about 2500 per share, but it's, it's nice per share to have that idea. So I would have done it. So then I realized, okay. And then he starts sending me other stuff. So I end up chatting with this guy and we end up getting back and forth on it. Now I'm in a bunch of it. I got loads of it. And uh, you morons are dancing in the in the in the oh, Shiba yeah. world. And some guy just emailed Brett to start the day that says, oh, "Hang on to that stuff, man. It's going to skyrocket." And we're all sitting here waiting, and none of us. This is this is like a fun job. I, I'm I'm speaking for all the people out there who like have fifty bucks or whatever. And I'm not endorsing you doing you do whatever you want. There's no guarantees in that world at all. It could all collapse. Do whatever you want. But I can only imagine people who don't like coming to work. How this dream has to live because I like it here. I like hanging out with you guys. Yeah. I like doing this job. I like. I like. I don't like waking up. I never will. I can't, and I never have. But that's the worst part of my day is four a.m. The alarm goes off, and I'm like, I hate Brett and Brady and Toledo, and I hope they die in fires. And like eight minutes later, I'm fine. I'm like, okay, I'm just angry at everything for about eight minutes. Uh, but I like it here, and I still. My plan is not to come to work. 
Yeah. Like the second that pops, if it pops, is not to be here. And again, good plan. the reason is I would be the worst employee. I've said this before. I talked to Doug Hopkins, TV's Doug Hopkins, and I'm like, you hit that number that you're, you know, what number you got for, for cashing out and being done. It was all oh, never. I, I got to do, I got to work, man. And I'm like, you'd be the, you're the, why? What are you doing to yourself? That's insanity. And he loves the idea of going to work. I admire it to a certain degree and also find it to be the biggest R word in the world. I just, I can't, I can't, like, there's no difference to me between full R word and admiration. Like, there's no middle ground there. There's no gray area. But uh, he wants to keep going. And those people that say they'd win the lottery, and I just, I wouldn't stop working. I would fire you. Brady, if you won the lottery, I would fire you. Yeah. Because, A, worst employee ever. Guy who doesn't have to be here and still has to wake up at four. Worst employee ever. And also, everyone here would hate you. I would be the first on the list to be like, ooh, that Brady keeps showing up. Since I won the lottery. And then you'd tell us stories of like, lottery oh, stuff. Oh, you're firing me? Yeah, and you wouldn't care. Do. Worst employee ever doesn't care if he gets fired. That's it. <laughs> so you'd be out. I'll, I'll try to figure out something. Yeah, you'll be all right. I'm going to let you go because <laughs> these promo kids can't have you around at all anymore. I mean, our old boss, Chuck, bought a $120,000 car once. I remember that, yeah. And this place almost egged him personally. And he wasn't flaunting it. He was an old man who'd earned it. He'd been at this for years. time to get step out of the minivan. He had he he drove a, like a Ford Aerostar or whatever it was, some dumpy minivan. And he's like, you know, my he, daughter had it. He kept it quiet that he had a nicer car at home, but he didn't drive it to work. And he's like, screw it. He's early early to mid seventies at that point, and he fires off this gorgeous was it Mercedes? I don't remember. Yeah, Mercedes. It was a gorgeous yeah. Mercedes comes rolling in the parking lot one morning and. Wow, that thing's beautiful. The worst mistake he did was just park it in that parking lot to where everybody could Google search what this particular model was, and it started at like $118,000. And everybody's like, wait a minute. Uh, there were certain people. I make how much a year? And I mean, how long? And he's got a – so he's hoarding all the money. And I'm like, oh, no, no, this isn't a cl- – look, this isn't class warfare. He's not going check to check like the most of us. The guy's been at this for 40 years. He deserves to do whatever he wants. Oh, my God. He sold it. Because he's like, is that what happened? Out there? Yes, he sold it because he's like the people here and at KSLX, the other building, were yeah. very angry at him for having things, and that's I'll the world. Sell of it radio. and I'll get the Cayenne instead. No, we got a, we got that given to him, which was <laughs> yeah, worse. That's right. Like a friend, like the company just handed him a Porsche Cayenne. That's why I admire Trip. Trip rolls in in a beast of a car, some classic car. I don't care. I've earned it. K Rock was good to me. Yeah. <laughs> And, and he's, he's right, here. though. And he's 100% right. Yeah. And there's another one. But too many people get into your pockets when they see that. Yeah. Brady, I can't let that happen to you. If you win the lottery, then yeah. uh, you're you're not welcome here anymore. I'm fine with you. We'll hang out. Now, finally, a man I can talk to. <laughs> come on, Sheba. But I can't. Yeah, come on, Sheba. I can't. I can't. Uh, I, I could imagine the promo kids looking at you because you would come in and something. Chachink Chavez. And I would admire it. But you'd be the worst employee ever. And everybody that says that, if I win the lottery, I'd go right back to my desk job. Nope. And I wouldn't. No, you would get fired because the first day you didn't feel like going to work, you wouldn't go to work. You just wouldn't go. Why would you? Toledo's been trying to get out of life for a long time. We're all trying to escape this nightmare and get out of here. You'd find a hobby. Something else to do.
But the Shiba Inu thing has got us. And Brett's talking retirement. We just did backwards math. Brett and I were sitting here like uh, like kids named Kim and Quan trying to do math backwards. I don't understand behind the decimal math. If the, if that was a question on a test, if Brett bought Shiba Inu stock at point zero 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 seven, and at a thousand dollars, how many shares would Brett have? And my answer after my math was point oh seven. <laughs> I'm like, how, what did I just do? Multiply, divide. I don't understand it, so I, I can't tell you how much you yeah, have. I'm lost too. I'm just math no is clue. my worst subject. Oh, I'm so bad at it. But I have done the math on extensively, many times wrong until I found the answer I liked of how many how many shares I actually have of things and what happens if that share goes to a certain number. My retirement amount, and and I'm happy in my job. I can't imagine people going to work hating their jobs, staring at that Coinbase app or QCoin or whatever they're using, Voyager. And they're staring at this stuff with, with it so accessible to people, thinking, man, just go to a penny and end my dis- – And before that was the Powerball. Yeah. Oh, the Powerball was it? Yeah. The stock market always had that. It's long term. It's This thing doesn't. This thing has the whoops. Everybody can get a shot at Apple before it's a thing. It truly is the real definition of career suicide. You're picking the day you're going to kill your career. <laughs> you're picking a number that said, that's when I slice the throat of this thing. Anyway, everybody get involved. John, I wouldn't quit. I'd keep a bottle of wild turkey on my desk and get in fights in a parking lot until they fired me. <laughs> what did I just say? <laughs> Worst employee. It, but it would Signed be Brady Bogan. Right. <laughs> exactly. Oh, man. Brady'd start drinking. I was doing Molly last night with a couple of, uh, oh, let's just say the Biebers have a nice house. <laughs> Haley is a beautiful lady. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. But yeah, you'd be the worst employee ever. We couldn't relate to you anymore. You wouldn't want to be related to. Waters for flowers, dickles for drinking. <laughs> you wouldn't drink dickle, Brady. That is not your retirement choice. You don't get the millions and hit the dickle. Although you'd probably have a night or two of dickle at first before it all cashed in. Yeah, so we all do it. And we're sitting here this morning at 5.30 going, what's it take? What's it take to go? I had that conversation with a friend of mine the other day. Like, what's your number to get out? Not to, not to, like, what, what do you have to have? He does very, very well. Yeah. I'm like, what are you looking at right now in your life to go? That, that keeps me happy. And we've both thought of it, like, to the point of, like, well, that's where you get beat up by medical insurance. Insurance is the killer for retirement. Like, damn it, he's right. Then I came up with a plan for that, which includes me talking to the owners of Hubbard Broadcasting. <laughs> May have to get on that. But, yeah, stop it, Brett. Don't bring up retirement. <laughs> stop it right now. And don't make me do math at any time of the day, especially if the sun's not up yet. When I was doing math before the sun came up, that meant I missed an assignment. Usually that meant I had to You're get up grinding. I had to get up early and grind something out because I screwed up. But that was me getting it. to school early. If I was oh. there early, I was copying somebody's homework. That's exactly to, yep. it. If All I was, reason if, I was early. If the sun wasn't up and I was awake for school, I had a plan in place to scam something to make sure that my day did not go sideways. Gotta get that homework done because it's not gonna miss out on any hours in the wave pool after oh, school. Of course there, not. There wasn't much better than waking up some mornings and seeing Marcy doing my homework 
and me doing another thing. Like I had two things I had to get done, and my mom would get up and coffee up and start helping me out with things because I because I backed up the. I had a log jam, a backup. There was a. I was with my friend Rich yesterday for a few minutes, and he was helping me with an electrical thing at the house. And uh, his daughter calls. He goes, "Why is she calling me from school?" Hello, Dad. You got to come get me. Why? I didn't do an assignment. And there's a test. This wouldn't have flown with Dan Holmberg. <laughs> Rich left. He picked her up. He got her. You don't do that. My dad would have never done that. No, my dad. It sucks to be you. My dad would have been. Deal do not it. call me at work ever again. Yeah. I get basically would have said I get eight to ten free hours a day from you. Do not infiltrate my free happy time here at the grind. I would. I, I don't think in my lifetime I have called my dad at work. He's now retired. That opportunity is gone. Now that I think about it, I have only called him once at work as an adult because he wanted to go to lunch. I never called, but you the were- school has called. Called your dad at work? Yeah. yeah. Usually it's like, uh, your son wiped out. Yeah, it was There's an injury. Other, yeah. And then what did my dad do? He called my mom. What the hell are you? <laughs> Kid's head fell off at school. Anyway, I got to get back to work. I don't think my dad ever... I, t- I, caught, a, uh, I caught a mean uh, top spin hop at shortstop uh, at baseball. Took my eye out. Oh, damn. And uh, they called him at work then. And still only my mom showed up, which was weird. <laughs> That's Get over Hold there. on a second. He didn't care. He had chipped a bone in my eye socket and all that. I took a full-on thump. Dad was at the hospital making sure my eye was all right. But that, he showed up after work. He still finished his day. <laughs> He'll be all right. It's an eyeball. He's got another one. But yeah, you don't call your dad at work. But yeah, he called yesterday. Rich's like, I got to go. She's she's not ready for this test. Like, oh, my dad will let me eat that. Yeah, that's I would on you. never had that happen. Good on him, I guess. Well, I wouldn't have had the balls to call. I'd have, I'd have, I'd have, you know what I'd have done? I'd have laid on the ground and faked a seizure or something. I'd have gone to the full, like, I'd have, I'd have been diagnosed with multiple sclerosis that day. The acting would have been so strong and so powerful. The teacher wouldn't know what hit her. I'd have been foaming and puking. Seizures. Once you commit to it, you got to commit to it. I was never afraid to stick my fingers in my throat, throw up all over the place, come back with a little puke in my mouth. Something's happening. I don't know what's going on. Are you okay? I gotta go to the nurse. I think I gotta go to the nurse. <laughs> I lay in that nurse's office feeling just fine. Trickle of puke on my mouth. Always, always with the evidence. Little vomit. John, you gotta wipe that mouth. Are you okay? I don't know what I ate. I feel terrible. And you're smart enough not to do it, you know. Maybe once at a test time. Once uh, a day. Like, Wait a minute, it's happening before he has a test. Oh, Brady. Best part was, once they split your days up into seven different classes, you could pull that scam a couple of times. Especially if the nurse saw you once in the morning, and then you come back throwing up again later in the day. You don't have to do anything <laughs> ever again. Highly recommend that. doesn't work at, at uh, grown-up stuff. But school, especially with COVID, scared to death of a puking kid. You'll get a few days off. Ten. It's genius. Just threw up out of nowhere and I can't smell anything. <laughs> Get out! That kid's Get going out of home here. in a hermetically sealed bag. Probably to see his parents checking out their Coinbase app to see how Sheba's doing. This. How is it this morning? Is we doing all right? Uh, let's see. We Pretty are at, hanging around uh, the 0007s. 0.006932. Seven still. All right, but it's we're closing in, it's gang. Going down a little bit, yeah, so it might be a no, no. I'm saying that's what I'm saying. Might. If you're thinking about it, it might might be a yeah. time to 
By the way, the, the financial advice of this show, if, you, if you're even thinking about doing something like that, we shouldn't even have to have a disclaimer because if they I ever know. stand in a courtroom <laughs> going, hey, these guys told me to buy. We're not telling you to buy anything, idiot. We're the fart show. And if the fart show is giving you financial advice, dopes. But I am telling you that you're going to be rich if you listen to us. That's it. <laughs> I mean, it's almost gu- it is guaranteed. I'll guarantee it. I'll gu- KUPD in this show, guarantee that if you listen to us. Just like gas, it'll pass. You guys will be loaded. Dave Ramsey, we're calling yeah, Dave you out. Dave Ramsey and his long-term plans and rice and beans, rice and beans, and eat your ramen. <laughs> nah, live high on the hog. Just ice out those credit cards. There's a reason. There's a there's a limit. Is to keep you responsible. You ice those down, and then you try to win a stock. That's it. That's life. And if you don't, start over. If it gets too bad, bankruptcy. It's 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 all in place for you. My sister's friend filed for bankruptcy and gave me half a mind to do it back when I was in my 20s. She got into such a pickle and she filed for bankruptcy. And the next thing you know, she's got like nine credit cards before she filed. Like, go get everything you'll ever need. Like, really? Just max out. Buy it all. And then we'll file. And she did it. She ended up with all sorts of cool stuff and then just didn't have credit for like six years. (laughs) She didn't have credit before because she'd screwed it up. It didn't matter. Gold. Take yourself to the brink. Almost get destitute, and then game the system. We had a president do it for God's sakes. It's built. It's it's nothing illegal about it. It's built that way Maybe twice. Yeah. Well, he did it for business, and I don't know if he did personal or not. Good for you. And then we had Don Jr. on the show that one time, and he said that when his dad was uh, upside down a billion dollars, and Don Jr. was taught the lesson by his father walking down the street saying, "Look at that bum! What a deadbeat!" And his dad, Donald Trump, grabbed him. And said, that guy's worth a billion dollars more than the both of us right now. Because he was backwards a billion bucks. <laughs> like, holy crap. It's like, how are we surviving? His daddy's got a plan. And he did. You can game the system. Because it's gaming you. And happy election day, everybody. That's, what, that's what's really oh, is that going on, sense. too? Yeah, it's an election day. Survived it. I think we got one here for, there's a vote going on somewhere. It's like, I don't know. Do you? No. Had a couple of propositions. Like county recorders, you know. Yeah. Oh, is it county recorder? Yeah, yeah. if Gilbert's got something going on, I think yeah. Mesa does. I don't know if I'm supposed to vote today. I've done zero looking into it. Only thing I know is that it's still up in the air whether or not Joe Biden crapped his pants at the Pope's office. That's the only thing I care about with politics right now. I have I have tuned out on the politics. I sent in the early ballot on the two or three propositions. You did? Yeah. Good for you, Brady. Staying involved. Had no idea what uh, you know. I read the the gist on him. You know, who, yeah. okay, who wants the money now and for what? <laughs> right, and is it going to affect my money? Yeah. yeah, one was a land deal. These are the ones. These are the elections you actually have to pay attention to. The little ones in between, the tweeners, the June, the September. They sneak stuff in. Yeah, they sneak it all in, and, and old people are the only ones who vote. Which means all you weedies out there, are high on the hog, smoking your stuff. You got to be careful in these elections because they're going to start putting eventually little limits on things before you know it these old people out at sun city they're still into reefer madness are going to start locking you guys up you won't even realize you it read happened. some of those like oh they're trying to do they're this. sneaky okay yeah, these are the ones you pay attention local city council stuff things that actually affect you again i've checked out on politics completely i used to be very involved with like they got to get into these smaller elections i i don't even know it's backwards math just sheba me doesn't That's look like doesn't look like Phoenix has an election. Good. I'm out. Chandler does. Scottsdale, Gilbert Bonds and uh, franchises. Uh, yeah, your guys' thing. Nobody gets it. Me neither. That's why I, I had to look it up. Just tells us. 
Just give me some Sheba. Sheba. Give me that Sheba. <laughs> I kind of have a thing on my plate. It's called Sheba. Anyway, so good luck to all of you. I hope you all hit, hit it rich today. But uh, stop with the people who say that you'd come to work the next day. Stop. Nobody wants to see you. You're only going to uh, Like I've told you before, if I ever won the Powerball, the only time I'd come back to work was to show you my medically enhanced middle finger. I would have a middle finger. Like E.T.? I would have an extension put up about a foot. And just walk around with two guy, just guy enormous middle fingers. Feel like, what'd you do there? Oh, this is for you. This is for you then, and this is for you. Hey, trips here. Hi, John. I like you. You're a friend. This is for you. Jeez, Louise, why? Because I can. Why wouldn't you? Did you have cadaver fingers sewn to your finger? I sure did. Three of them. I had three gigantic hands sewn to my hand. Yeah, Brett, you can't start a day like this. Now, now we got three and a half hours to do this <sighs> damn thing. Thinking about how we we what we what's the first thing you'd get? Hmm. You got retirement money. Boom, it's on you. What you what do you do? Uh, go out and buy a brand new Shelby. You get a just Shelby. To start just for my wrist. It'll be broken three months. No, buying cars right off the bat. So your first investment would be a loss. Yeah. Okay. Smart. Brady. You got you got to have a little bit of effort to have fun. I with agree. It. You got to go. Then the rest I would stuff. probably invest it. But I mean I'm, that I'm no one. Brady. I'd probably get a second home. Let's put it at ten million. Ten million. Ten million dollars. You can retire. You gotta be a little bit careful. I mean ten million is a good amount to sit on, but let's say you got it. You get a second home where Mm, in Ohio. I wouldn't get a second home at ten mil. Why not? I think. You get plenty. I have to take a look at that. Yeah, maybe I would. I have a second home. Yeah. You can get a second home. That's nothing. You have no idea, do you? I would well. My first thought was if I'm not getting a second home, or I'd He's already sell the house. Out of this house. Right? I'd either sell <laughs> the house and get again. another home. You'd sell your current home, yeah, and then get a different home. Move out of the neighborhood because I think you might uh, have to a little bit because the neighbors would rob you. Yeah, yeah. That and I think the first thing I would actually do is change my phone number. <laughs> yes, because I don't want anybody getting hold of me. That's the actual answer we're yeah. looking for. Yeah. Change your identity. Yep. That would have been my first thing. Change my full identity. So family, cannot find you. No nope. cousins that you haven't talked to for the first move you make after a ton of money is identity change. And if you can do a skin pigmentation thing too, that's great too. That's a <laughs> just Sammy Sosa. Go full Sosa. <laughs> just look like Pepto-Bismol and walk around Puerto Rico. That's it. Yeah, you got to change who you are. Because can you imagine your phone ringing? How come you're not at work again? Ah, I quit. Is it bad? Anyway, bye. Click. Got to change this number immediately. <laughs> And you, I would whittle it down to about 15 people who had my phone number. Yeah. I think that's about it. So you get rid of wives. Like right off the bat, they're gone because they're going to be the most needy, right? They have to go. You don't tell them you hit the Sheba. You don't cash out till after. Jesus, is going to be hard, boys. <laughs> we better figure this out. This new scam. Yeah, we better. You know what? You guys just listen to music all morning. Uh, we're going we're gonna to map out a plan. <laughs> Quit. Emailing Brett about how things are about to like that sun will come out tomorrow. Hey Brett, <laughs> we're gonna strike it rich, old chum. You get a little prospector on your shoulder. We just did not a gold mine. Up oh, now, here we go. More stock. You just got it too. Get it on GameStop stock. It's not done yet. All right. Yeah, the GameStop thing's scary because that was manipulated by yeah. dreamers. But again, it's that Tinkerbell thing. If we all believe it's valuable, it is. And that's no nothing's. More true than the GameStop thing that happened back in March. Oh, yeah. 
Because it was like GameStop. <laughs> they were just sitting there counting pennies. Counting the clothes, As a right? company, like, we're, we're barely going to make What's going on here? Our stock is what? Oh, yeah, it's like 30 times more valuable in the last hour than it was an hour ago. Why? Because people want it to be that. Okay. Well, what are we going to do with that? we got to buy more Tomb Raider games, I guess. I don't know what we're going to do with this money. Well, it yeah. kind of goes back to what you say. If you if you say there's value in it, there's you value believe in it. Believe it. It's yeah. true. The Tinkerbell. Power of the people. Tinker, Tinkerbell theory of money. A dollar means what? It's a dollar. That's just a word, and it's just the same as time. If you get philosophical, it's a man-made construct that we all agreed on because of people like Brady who horse-traded until they started fighting too much, <laughs> and they had to have an equal amount of trade. Other types of dreams, John. To have a trading world of trading. It's terrible. The horse trading is – you know why we have money? It's because horse traders are idiots. I gave you five bales of wheat for your 17 buckets of water. Water's pricey nowadays. Oh, man. We need to come up with a singular currency so this guy doesn't kill any more people over his water prices that he keeps raising. I got the wheel going longer yesterday. Overhead. My wife knitted some blankets for the winter. Trade you six of those. No, just give me the money. (laughs) I found this rock. It's pretty. Do we agree that this rock is pretty? We do. You want it? Yes. It's called diamonds. And if you find any more like this, I'll take them. And the next thing you know, we all believe them to be real. I wish I could be that guy, too, and just find something out in the grass. Just because these are valuable. We all agree? <laughs> sure. And we start trading whatever with blades of grass. Some guy did it with pepper back in the day. Pepper more used- valuable than gold. Pepper was the original, like, oh, my God, commodity. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> yeah. Ah, we're all nuts. So hopefully these phony fake currencies that are popping up out of nowhere make us all rich with money that doesn't matter anyway. We're all in it for the whores. That's it. I mean, let's just be honest. The more you got, the more chances you got for whores. Uh, let's get a wake-up song, shall we? 585-9800. A good one on what could be our last day of work. Just think that way. Every day may be the last day you're employed, mainly because you're probably going to get fired for being a dick. Uh, give us a wake-up song. We'll scream it together. It's 98 KUBD. Wake up! Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.